Hello and welcome to Love Signals. My name is Michaela McDonald and I will be your host as we go on a journey of exploring all of the ways that love is sending signals to us and through us. Welcome back everybody. So episode 51, here we are. I have returned from my wonderful vacation. I went to Hawaii. It was amazing. (laughs) It was truly phenomenal. I don't think I can fully put it into words. It felt like it was just a week, but it felt like the most rich and, and beautiful and dimensional experience. It's probably the best vacation I've had in a long time, maybe ever. And I actually grew up with Hawaii in my life quite a bit. I had kindergarten on the big island. And then uh, in later years, maybe kind of preteen, teen years, my mom and I would spend about a month at a time in the summer in Hawaii, mostly on Maui and Kauai. And this trip, you know, basically it had been about 20 years or so since I had been to Kauai, which is my all-time favorite island. And it had been maybe 10 or so years since I'd been to Maui, which is an island I love so much. And so both islands had a lot of nostalgia for me. But something I loved so much was that I feel like not only did I get to reminisce and feel the sweetness of that nostalgia when I was on each island, but I also felt the very specific present beauty of each island. Like it was a fresh experience as well as a very satisfying trip down memory lane. I went with Dylan, my partner, and it was incredible. I feel like we traveled so well as a couple And I really think that part of why that happened is because we both really came together in choosing to trust love and choosing to trust God in guiding us to have the trip we were meant to have. And, and, ah, it was so fun as I was preparing for tonight's episode to basically use this time and the space and, and this, you know, this episode and the need to make an episode (laughs) as a catalyst to reflect on the trip and the travel experience through the lens of love signals. I really felt a lot of love (laughs) signals-ness while I was traveling. I really felt this sense of love reaching out and touching my heart and my mind and my body and just like my whole world felt very full of love and signals and signs of love. And I also felt that myself and Dylan, that we were able to be little windows of love as well as we moved through different communities and different interactions with people, as well as different landscapes and places in nature. It just felt like we were really able to bring a lot of love wherever we went and we were able to really receive there was so much love just like overflowing and so much beauty overflowing ready to meet us and it was amazing something that i thought a lot about leading up to the trip was how to make the most of the time as i said earlier 
I spent a lot of time going to Hawaii and spend, you know, just like being in Hawaii growing up, but those were usually rather extended stays. I mean, obviously a full year of my life is very much an extended stay (laughs) with kindergarten on the big island. But then the subsequent trips that I took with my mom out there were probably three to four weeks at a time. And this trip was short. It was seven days exactly with, you know, a full travel day on each end. So it was basically five days of really being on the islands. And it worked out to be basically two and a half days on each island because we started on Maui and then halfway through, we took a little hopper plane over to Kauai. And so leading up to this, I could feel this kind of like uh, some tension of like, ah, is it going to be satisfying? Is it enough time? And like, ah, is it going to be okay? Are, are we are we going to enjoy ourselves? Is it, are we going to hit all, the, you know, check all the boxes? Because, you know, I wanted to go down memory lane. I wanted to visit the places that were meaningful to me. But I also wanted to be present and open to what's real there now and, and whatever is unique and eager to be part of my life at this point, right? You know, here I am, I'm an adult, I'm in love, I'm with my partner and all of that. So I had high hopes <laughs> and I was really trying to manage my expectations so that, you know, I didn't feel separate from the experience and I didn't feel disappointed by the experience, right? Because sometimes if your expectations are too specific and there's too much control being exerted, it's it's hard for life to meet them And even if they are met, I think sometimes all that clenching makes it hard for us to really receive. There's a certain amount of relaxation necessary to receive. And this wonderful idea came. It felt very divinely inspired. It came through, you know, in the days leading up to the trip of rather than feeling like, oh no, there's so many, we need to go on this hike. We need to do that thing. And we need to like figure out our itinerary perfectly. And I need to figure it out, right? This, which is something that I talked about in episode 49, the I of like, rather than letting love flow through you and letting yourself trust the process and the bigger picture, it's so human for us to be like, no, it's me and I have to figure it out and I'm responsible and I'm the only one. And (laughs) rather than collaborating with love. And so this, this idea, probably partly because of that podcast, but also through conversations with Dylan and in my journal, I, I started to really get this hit of like, oh yeah, I'm not, I'm not the only one figuring this out. Like there's so much room for love and for God to come in and bring so much beauty and so much um, magic that I can't even conceive of. It actually, I would be crowding out that magic and that love and that presence of God, if I tried to fill every second up with the perfect itinerary, if I tried to micromanage the experience. And so it was was wonderful to have that thought. And I'm really grateful that not only was I able to have that thought, but I was really able to relax and receive it. And I felt an immense wave of relief of like, oh, you know what? It's helpful for me to have some ideas, but I can actually give this whole trip over to God. I can give this whole thing over to the love that's created everything. And 
all that I really need to do is show up and be present and, and do my best to stay in touch with my heart and in communication with my heart and with my partner throughout the process. Like, okay, off we go. <laughs> and I really do feel that that's, that's what happened. And there were moments in the trip that were hard. You know, I was really tired, uh, really tired <laughs> the, the first day that we were there. And I, I even felt myself kind of like hovering above the experience. Like there I was, I guess it was the second, like the first full day we were there. We woke up there. We were at the beach and the sun was beautiful and it's just like the perfect beach. You know, there's turtles, sea turtles in the water. The, the sand is white and like crisp and there's happy people playing on the beach and the water's so clear and the sun's out and there's a few puffy white clouds and like everything's great. We have all our stuff. We have food in the fridge, like all is well. But I think between my fatigue and maybe just, I don't know, whatever it was, I, I felt myself like, it's like I couldn't let it in. I was hovering above the experience. And it was so painful to be like there in paradise doing this thing that I had spent so much time thinking about and getting excited about and planning for and all of that to then be there and be like, ah, I, I can't. Like I'm, I'm uncomfortable. I, I don't feel like I can let this in. I don't feel like I'm here. And I'm so grateful that I had the resource of tapping in that moment. And also all my deep practice with prayer and, and with love signals of choosing and to relax and open up to love. And so I did just a little tapping there as I sat on the beach. Dylan was out playing in the water. It was great. It was, he was basically like wrestling with the ocean. <laughs> which was so good. I could tell it was so satisfying for him. He loved it. It was like, he's, you know, he's 31 like me. And it was like watching a big kid play. It was awesome. Um, so he was there having his wonderful experience and I was there kind of working through my hovering feeling. And I just did a little bit of tapping. I just tapped through the points and breathed and just acknowledged how I was feeling. And there was something about that. And I, in the book, Love Signals, I talk about this idea of bringing the sunshine of love to what, to whatever it may be, whether it's your current experience or maybe something from the past that's kind of lingering with you. And the idea is that sun, the sunshine of love combines light and awareness with warmth and love, right? Compassion. So it's like sunshine is warm and light and I feel like we can do that by being honest with ourselves and being kind and loving to ourselves. It's this like really yummy combination. And so I feel like I was basically doing that. So I was just having a sunshine of love moment while I tapped where it was so simple. I was just acknowledging how I felt. I was like, man, I'm really having trouble feeling like I'm here. I feel like I'm hovering above the experience. I feel separate. I feel sad. I feel frustrated. I feel all this urgency to just be here already and to enjoy myself. And what if I could relax? And what if I could simply acknowledge how I feel? And what if I'm really okay? And what if I'm right where I need to be? I, you know me, if you're familiar with the podcast, I love positive what if statements. I know what ifs can frequently be <laughs> kind of the, the on-ramp for the anxiety brain of what if this bad thing and what if that bad thing, but I like to turn it on its head and, you know, 
make the what ifs positive. It reminds me of the Beach Boys song, wouldn't it be nice? Which is another phrase that's really fun. You know, wouldn't it be nice if da 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 da. <laughs> um, it's fun to think about the Beach Boys because we listened to their music a lot while we were in Hawaii. It just felt so right. And yes, the Beach Boys were singing more about California beaches, but as Dylan so aptly put it, they were singing about a feeling and that feeling is is there in Hawaii as well. It's the, that joy of of being alive and surfing and driving around and just like being in your body and being in happy weather and sunshine and all those good feelings. So yeah. So there I was and I I took that time to be honest with myself and to turn towards love, turn towards God and turn towards this this trusting relationship with my own heart and with the process, right? Rather than being like, oh, it's so wrong that I feel this way. I noticed that as I started to tap on it, I started to feel a bit more curious about it. Like how, how interesting that this is this, this part of the path. It's a, maybe a bit more of a winding road to me landing fully in Hawaii. And how interesting. And man, then as the day went on, it was like something really, it was like a flower blooming. It was this really interesting feeling of like, oh, I'm really here. And, and this is where it's at. I think something that many of us have experienced with going on vacation is that there's a deeper sense of attention and attentiveness to where you are because it's all so new, right? Or it's, or it's also wonderful, right? You're eating wonderful food. You're going, seeing beautiful things. You're having beautiful experiences, sensory, right? Like, oh, the ocean, the water. Oh my gosh, right? All these things. And so there's a, there's a, a an intensity to our attention when we're on vacation, potentially, right? It's, it's captivating because it's, it's new. So even on just a survival level, I think we're paying more attention because we're like, whoa, this is new. Am I okay? What do I need? Are my, you know, core needs being met? Like, am I going to be safe? Is everything okay? Like, I think one part of our brain is doing that. And then there's other parts that are like, oh, this is fun. And oh, this is great. And so it's very uh, engaging. And I think that's part of why time seems to expand. I know Andrew Huberman talks about that, that when things are more intense, our brain takes more snapshots of the experience. And so that creates more of a sense of fullness of time of like, oh my gosh, so much happened. Whereas when things stay relatively the same, our brain doesn't take as many snapshots because it, it doesn't really need to capture like the status of things because it's like, oh, the status is pretty stable. So then time seems like it's not as full of as many things and doesn't, you know, it doesn't feel quite as vivid to us. So I was really aware of that. Uh, with the vacation. And, and and I think that's part of what started to happen as I, you know, kind of entered fully into vacation mode. <laughs> and it was beautiful. And I'm so glad though, that I was able to take that moment on the beach to kind of land all the way and to bring love to the part of me that was hovering above the experience and the part that was maybe resisting letting in all that beauty, letting in all that joy. 
some of you are probably familiar with the idea of, um, oh man, there's a phrase for it. I'm forgetting, but it's kind of this idea of an upper limit that, that some of us, potentially all of us have this tendency to have an upper limit where we, mm, we can only tolerate certain levels of awesomeness. <laughs> and if it starts to kind of go above that, it can start to actually create stress in our, in our minds and our bodies, just because we, you know, on some level we're, we've kind of decided, ah, oh, that's, that's too far. And this is sometimes how people explain self-sabotage that as we start to experience, you know, all these good things that we're like, ah, it's not really safe to go to that full zone. Um, and so I, I even wonder if some of the hovering was that of like, ah, this is different. This is uncomfortable. Am I, am I allowed to have this? Is this okay? Is it safe? I know another thing that seems to tie with that upper limit is this idea of, you know, waiting for the other shoe to drop of like, ah, it's too good. Things have been too good. It's got to be bad soon just to balance it out. (laughs) And I think that it really is possible for us to calibrate to these, you know, higher levels of, of beauty, of ease, of joy. Of course, I think that there will always be kind of fluctuations and challenges in our lives, but I see those as things that we can engage with, with dignity and strength and resilience. And and I think those challenges in a way can be like, they can be fun, almost like a game of like, okay, whoa, this is intense. This is hard but I'm going to be okay. I can get through this. And, and in getting through it, I'm going to feel that much stronger and that much more capable and that much more, I'll have that much more insight into life. So it can all become a beautiful dance, right? And, and the variety, just like how I pointed out a few episodes back about the beauty of pauses and and open spaces. I think there's also so much value and importance to the really dynamic spaces, the really high notes those are necessary too, right? They become a focal point for the eye, for the ear, for the heart, right? They become a resting point that we can gaze upon, (laughs) so to speak, right? It's like the way that we'll softly gaze at the brightest colors in a sunset or just that little peak of the sun above the ocean or the horizon. That's the high point, right? That's that highlight, but it, it needs all that other space and all those other textures to become the beautiful scene that is a sunset. So man, travel is amazing. And it it had been a minute since I'd been on a true vacation where, you know, we were just there just to have a good time. It wasn't about seeing any particular people, you know, so often I travel to catch up with friends or family, which I love because I love my friends and I love my family. But it was so fun to have it just be about Dylan and myself having an adventure. And I really do feel that we collaborated with love and we let God be part of the experience. And there were, you know, different, like there was so much flow and so much ease. And then there are also parts where it was like, oh, it's like, oh, this is hard. And like, what do we want to do? And you know, I had to kind of work work with our own internal energy. And and that reminds me kind of the last note with that, you know, that experience of travel is that I could have been on the same trip. I could have literally done 
all of the same things had, you know, the time in the ocean and the beautiful drives and the incredible food and, you know, the beautiful flowers and hikes and all of it. I could have had all those same exact experiences. But if I had stayed in that tense kind of hovering state or whatever it was, you know, maybe there other flavors came in um, or could have come in of uh, feeling kind of cut off from my own heart or cut off from ease and receiving the experience. I, if I had been in that state, all the beauty that I experienced would have, there would have been at least a damper on it, right? It actually could have been really painful to be somewhere so beautiful and be, you know, kind of acting out all this joy, all this beauty, you know, a celebration of a holiday, but to not feel open to it in my heart and to not feel present with it in my heart. And I'm, for that reason, I'm so glad I was able to really be present for it. And in a way, that's where the beauty was able to fully enter. It almost feels like, like I think of a, a painting that's black and white, which don't get me wrong. I really like black and white photos and paintings and, you know, all of that. But it does feel like that is a, it's, it's a, um, it, an incomplete or it's a very, it's a very different flavor or lens to experience a scene through, right? Like a sunset that's black and white is very different than a sunset that has color infused in it or even a bouquet of flower, right? Something that's really colorful when the color's taken out, it's very different. And it feels like because I was able to connect with my heart, not just that day on the beach, but all throughout the vacation, all throughout this time in Hawaii, I was able to breathe color into the experience. I was able to receive the full experience. And that's what I wanted. I wanted to be immersed in the smells and the sensations and the sights and just the whole energy of it. And I was really able to do that. And I'm so grateful, like I said at the beginning, I'm so grateful I have these tools and resources of tapping and of journaling and prayer and this deeper tool that really feels like, you know, kind of my life philosophy, path, etc., of love signals, of choosing to come back to love, choosing to notice love, choosing to be a vessel for love. So I'm sure I have more thoughts, but let's read a love letter. <laughs> I was so enjoying reading through one of my journals from the love letter project. Uh, and it, it gets me excited for future episodes and certain things I want to share with you all. I'm not going to say anything else because how fun is that? <laughs> ah, to be a little, ooh, mystery, mystery. But I found this one from the last day of February, 2-28-2021. My brave and wild heart, oh, how I love you. Thank you for being here and loving me and helping me grow. I wake up each day with you and because of you. I wonder what life has in store for us next. Life is so good with you. I can't wait to see. 
And I'm so content all the while. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) That's a fun one. So part of why I chose that one for today was that I really am struck by how my time in Hawaii was so enhanced, so improved, and basically made, you know, it it made the experience feel, I think, like it just, it just optimized it. (laughs) Because I was present with my heart, because I let my heart be part of the experience the ups and the downs, the tenderness and the overflowing, yummy, heart-meltingness. I collaborated with love. I let love communicate with me and bring me home, bring me home to that sense of being held, that sense of being cared for. And Love Signals really has taught me to trust life and to trust God and love and whatever this bigger presence is that makes it all possible. And so it's wonderful to read this and to think about all the time I've been spending, you know, since February of 2021. And I know it was before then too, but you know, at least since then of thanking my heart. And I felt like that was such a wonderful takeaway for you all, for me as well of let's spend time thanking our hearts. Let's spend time thanking the love that makes our hearts beat every day so that we can wake up, so that we can have a heart there in our chests, guiding us, keeping us alive, and really letting us know that love is here. Love is here again and again. I feel that, that heartbeat, that steadiness of love being here with us. So, that's all for today. I hope you all are so well. I hope that if you are traveling, if you plan to travel, if you've recently traveled, that some of these thoughts can bring the sunshine of love to your experience. That honest, loving awareness can just wrap up you in this moment and you in the past and you in the future and all your experiences in that warm, honest embrace. It sounds really nice. I like that. I like that a lot. (laughs) I've got lots of things underway, lots of things planned for love signals here in the coming months. And I'm excited to continue sharing with you all. In the meantime, may you be well. And there is so much love here for you. May you continue to feel it more and more every day in every way with every heartbeat. Alrighty, that's it. Until next time, take care.